Frank's Red Hot is the perfect blend of flavor and heat. So you can use an entire bottle to make recipes like buffalo chicken dip or buffalo nachos. Or even things that don't start with buffalo. Frank's Red Hot. I put that shit on everything. Hey, Craig! trying to do the, the latter but we definitely weren't expecting to win do the former yeah but we won the football it definitely game definitely seemed like you Yay! yeah it seemed like you won the party from all the vicarious living i did through uh you and all of my other friends that were there it was yep it was one of those like everyone is there but me womp, womp. we didn't we didn't have any fun there at all jeff don't nope. worry about it no it was fun. not fun i didn't have no any drinking. fun no partying. Yeah. No celebrating. Yeah, my, so this is just a, a context for this episode. I am at a work conference, which is basically just a class reunion with some of my buddies that I like to drink with. Um, and and, and I, we did, I didn't want to stop drinking with them to record the podcast episode. So they're actually just in my <laughs> hotel room um, drinking along with us. And then uh, my friend Chris had to point out that I was too busy to reply to his tweet about if I was coming to this event. Uh, because I was just drinking copious amounts of alcohol in Wisconsin. Um, yeah. But yeah. So uh, so yeah. This is episode. Po- sorry, this is podcast versus everyone. Episode one seventy three. I am Craig Powers. With me, as always, is Jeff Newser, and this is the holy fucking shit we beat Wisconsin in Wisconsin <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all very excited. Oh, you have a cheering, like, cheering squad over there. Like, this is like, that's a, this awesome, is like, like a live episode. We haven't done one yeah, of those I yet. Love it. Now, now it's making me want to do the live episode. Yeah. I'm sitting in my yeah. basement while everybody else is in bed, and you're in Las Vegas with a with a cheering section. Like, yeah, yeah, I I, know, I, I, I you're, got... you're living your best life, dude. Our flight got in. I wouldn't say exactly, but our flight got in at midnight um, on Sunday, and then I turned around and had a noon flight to Las Vegas on Monday. So um, I'm and with. with I mean, like did you even go two, home, or did you just with, sleep in the airport? Currently, with sitting with two of my worst enablers, like it's just this is not. <laughs> This is a living wake. This is the end of me. Like, this is the last week of my life. It's okay. Everyone yeah, knows that. Well, I'm happy to be yeah. around friends. You have to at least make it until the weekend because I'm going to Pullman with you. So, okay, well, you know, yeah, I somehow be, you got to make it that far. You know how I looked on the the last day of my bachelor party? I am. That's just <laughs> probably what I'm going to look when I see you on Friday and we drive to Pullman to drink for two more days and watch football. Yeah. 
I, I will say that will probably actually level the playing field for once because you can absolutely 100% drink and party me under the table. Yeah, it and was your maybe, idea to do. You're like, we need to just do a, a Pullman trip together, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, man, that's 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 yeah. your choice. Yeah, your but choice. like, but now you, know, you if, have if to. If you're go. when you're on your third, you know, bender, uh, maybe maybe it'll be maybe that'll just sort of like you know, like like in golf, you know, when you have a handicap. There, in there golf, was like, there was a point a like that. There was a point on Sunday <laughs> when we were still drinking. Um, uh-huh. because we were in Wisconsin, uh, where, where the bloody Marys come with half a beer as the chaser for your bloody Mary, by the way, <laughs> I, that's what we learned. Um, that's very necessary. Uh, so uh, there's one point where BA says, I think this is, well, I think we were having like brunch and he's like, I think this is officially a bender. <laughs> you know, like it's, we're, <laughs> we've reached that level. Wait, that was that you decided that after you were up at 4 a.m. drinking brandy in the lobby, saluting all the Ironman athletes who were running through. Yeah, very fun watching as as Brian and I are sitting there drinking the worst fucking brandy you could possibly be drinking, but apparently Wisconsinites love, and then also sipping on Fireball because that's how you're supposed to drink Fireball, of course, <laughs> at four o'clock in yeah. the morning as as Ironman athletes are walking out the hotel lobby ready to go do their Ironman Iron Man triathlon in the rain. Um, so, yeah, uh, we are just like, go, good job. We've, we've been doing our own bit of a marathon here. Um, maybe not the same type of thing, but I still think takes I mean, a certain level. It's basically the same. It takes a lot of training. It takes a lot of training yeah. to be able to drink three days in a row, yeah. honestly. Um, you, you've you have prepared to for this that. for for like your whole life, man. My whole life, I have prepared for this. Yes, you've like you know, I've been working. I have trained. I have trained for this, and <laughs> and why? Because we fucking won the football game. Like, let's be honest. I would have been drinking a lot anyway, but there was yeah. a certain level of after we won that game, and we all were kind of tired because we hadn't eaten all day. We got to the bar, and then we. We got we all hit like this level at the same time where we had enough to drink, where we were like back, and then we were like, "Oh my god, we won!" And then we were just like, "It." We took over one of their like, like I think their version of the Coug. Like we basically took it over. We had we had the DJ play back home multiple times. Like it was, it it was crazy. Um, but I guess we could also talk about the football game. I I don't know. Like I, I that's really doesn't matter. <laughs> I what mean, I want to talk about, but <laughs> you know. I mean, I guess if you really want to, I would say our defense is uh, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, holy pretty shit, good. man. Yeah, I. Uh, well, so we talked obviously about this last week, and of course, uh, a few people uh, let us have it on Twitter with the "What an idiot" gif, which is oh, we didn't call best. for it enough. We did, I wanted way more. No, but here. we got, but we got a couple. We we did get a couple, so I was I was ecstatic about that, and then I. I made up for that a little bit by putting it in the in the middle of my uh, Monday after column that I published a couple hours ago. So, I will uh, say I did I did get our points right, just very yeah. very wrong on Wisconsin's points. Yeah, I think I said we thirteen all, and you said fourteen. We also, so we also we got went, the the time of game no, I wrong. said fourteen and you said seventeen. That's, that's I said thirty one seventeen. I want to say that's right. That's and you right. were like twenty seven fourteen. I think I was twenty seven fourteen is what I was. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I totally, 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 obviously uh, misjudged so many things about this game. Uh, uh, big one, as uh, you know, 
as we know, the the defense was you know better than than we we could have hoped, and I, I still look at it and I'm I'm still just sort of in awe of of what they pulled off. Um, just the fact that you know we all kind of expected that you know those that huge Wisconsin offensive line would lean on them, yep. that at some point they would wear down, at some point even if you know they were good for a while. I mean, look, we saw this. Uh, you know, we saw that play out, you know, over how, however many years when um, Alex Grinch was the coordinator, right? Where, um, you know, the, they, they were small and they, they'd be disruptive. But if the offense just kind of couldn't get going um, against bigger teams, they, they'd have a rough go of it. You know, Washington, of course, being the, the prime example there. And so it's just like, yep. I, you know, I just I kept expecting, you know, the dam to break at some point. I mean, our, our defensive tackles are 285 pounds. You know, they're not big dudes. Um, and yet they are just incredibly tough. I, I do think that, you know, as we kept worrying about them wearing down and we kept worrying about, OK, you know, are they you know, they were just on the field so much. But we did rotate through you know, four or, or even five, I think, defensive tackles, you know, so we were just constantly, constantly, constantly bringing guys in, especially and, on that, the, especially on that, like final Wisconsin drive. That was like 14 yeah. minutes long between, you know, the yep. turnovers. And so like, it was, they, they were, they were, it was because Wisconsin subs almost every play, they're not running tempo. Yep. They're, they're like, they're bringing yep. people in They're They're switching yep. out their tight ends, all that. So they give us an opportunity. So we would send four or five guys in like every, every single yep. time. Cause they were, they were gassed. Like it would, they definitely were, but, but they're good enough to, and, and the thing is what the important part about what they were good enough is that they didn't give up a big play. They did give up yes. a big pass play. They did have a long touchdown pass they gave up, but they never gave up a the big hitter from Braylon Allen or, or, or any of the other running backs, which Wisconsin, by the way, plays a fuck ton of running backs. Um, but yeah, but like, uh, but yeah, Braylon Allen, under a hundred yards. Like, yeah. I mean, long, long run of 17 and, you and know. for what? 4.7 yards of carry. Like yeah. you, I mean, which you absolutely a, take. He's like a seven yard of carry guy. Like normally, yeah. you know, and then yeah. when you look at the other running back, their second, their, their other running back who got a ton of carries and he, he was at 2.9 yards of carry Ches Malusi. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it was it, it, the, the overall, um, you know, to with sacks four yards to carry a little bit over that, but honestly, if you, you could have accepted anything under five, like would have been amazing. The, the sack this, adjusted, so. the sack adjusted number was four point one. Yeah, because there was only one sack. So, yeah, so that's I mean, but that was the thing. Incredible. Like it was very clear they were not getting good push on pass rush, and I think that was very intentional. Like they because they yeah. were playing, they were sitting back waiting for. We didn't see any of like as many like creative blitzes and stuff, they just weren't going to take a chance. They weren't going to let him do it. Yeah. I guess Braylon Allen, okay, Braylon Allen did him 98 yards. Like, so, so yeah, he, he was under a hundred, but they did, they weren't going to take a chance. They weren't going to let Braylon Allen beat them. Um, yep. and, and, and Dicker said that as much as in halftime speech, he said, you know, we're, you know, like they're, they're, they're beating us the way that we were fine with them beating us. If they're going to, if they're going to like hit bombs down the field, that's fine. But no, yep. they they didn't do that in the second half. And and, yeah. and if you grind out, if you make teams grind out these drives, like Wisconsin was moving the ball a bit in the second half, but they were having to do it on third third and fourth down conversions over and over and over again. Like it, yep. so, they were grinding, and then they 
you and that their college kids are gonna turn the ball over. They turned the ball over really twice in that final drive. Yep. And you know, also by the way, how many twice in one game? Uh, interception fumble. Like what the like with change of possession back. Like <laughs> twice in one game. It's amazing. This, amazing. On, on the surface, right? you might go a whole season and not see that. Yeah, and you get on the surface, 17-14 looks like a boring game, but this, there was so much chaos in this game. It was so wild, well, and it needed to be. You alluded chaos to was it with the, yeah, you alluded to it with the the time of the game, right? Like, I mean, that's that's part of why the game was actually still three. What was it? I mean, it was three plus three thirteen. Right? It was three hours and yeah, thirteen, so which is a long time for a, for, a, for a Wisconsin game for how much yeah. they run, and, and they don't just think, run; you know, that, they grind the play clock out every single time. Like yep. it's. That was a lot of it. But I'm looking at that last drive for Wisconsin, the one you were talking about. The two drives. They're technically two drives, right? Yeah, two drives, right? Um, So there was, before the the interception, they had one play that went for double-digit yards. That was it. Mm -hmm. So they had uh, first play, zero yards. Second play... Uh, pass or sorry, second play incomplete, third play pass interference, which was that was the whole that was the big bomb that was like, I don't know, like definitely he was I mean, on him, but also the ball also, was like if the ball was if the ball was it was if the ball was actually thrown well, I think he would have hit him right as the ball got there. Yeah, because the ball was farther yeah. away, the ref it was harder for him to make that decision. Yeah. So I, I think that Shawson Wade like hit him right when the ball should have been there. If it would have been a good yeah. throw, it was definitely not catchable either. Like, right. there's who's no one's making that catch. Like I don't, I don't know. Like it's so, right because Wisconsin yeah. fans were booing the refs. It's like I I can't think of much that because um, uh, if we want to talk about bad calls, um, the maybe interception. Uh, maybe yes. Wisconsin oh my catch. God. Definitely not first down. Like in, in no world. Definitely a not first a first down. down. Ugh. Like of all that's the, funny. Like I almost kind of so many so many things happened in that game. I actually forgot to put that in the recap. I had forgotten about that. Well, <laughs> like, and there's so many things that happened in the game. Like you would have thought before the game that we would have had to get every single break to win, and we honestly mm-hmm. didn't play well that well, especially no. offensively. Yeah, and we didn't play perfectly defensively. Like we had some well, that coverage. Kinda, we, how many thirty? That was the ethos of what plus? I wrote tonight. Yeah, I was like, sorry, I haven't read it. Man. I don't know. I, I'm busy. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't know how. I don't know how we won this. Like, <laughs> like oh, yeah. we didn't play perfect. We didn't even play our best game, and yet, you know, we we won. And like, yeah, the whole thing was just, um, just utterly bizarre. Totally bizarre. Yeah, two hundred fifty-three yards to four hundred. Yep. Like yards per play, no, not good. Time of possession, absolutely. Like, which is you know kind of a dumb stat, but also that defense was so fucking tired at the end. They were having to rotate yep. constantly, so that's when time is time of possession starts to matter. Yep. And so, so it's like it's you know it's it's uh it's crazy. And then that fucking last drive, like you get the ball back with five fourteen left. And and Wisconsin never sees it again. Like we Wisconsin, yep. Wisconsin with that shit. Yeah, I remember yeah. like yep. sitting there uh, when we got the ball back. I'm like, please, can we just like? I would love a five minute drive with no points right here. And then once once the even you know, just even like a three minute drive with a punt. Yeah, like with a punt, get them I'm, deep. They don't want to throw the thinking. ball. 
and then yeah so it's like they don't want to throw the ball all that stuff like so that's that's that that's crazy you know like and then it it, it could have went poorly because there was that terrible snap to cam and he fucking made a play like i know he hasn't played that well yet but uh, he also played probably a top 10 or 15 defense this week yes. on the road yes. in front of 80,000 yep. people. Like, yep. so I don't know how many quarterbacks, especially in our, like what, especially, you know, second game out of FCA, like would have had a, a good, and, and I, that I think this will be a great learning of experience for him in terms of speed of game and stuff. Yep. You know, hopefully adjusts and all that. But I mean, that was a hell of a play. And then I mean was there was there any moment in which you looked at him and thought, "Oh my god, he's so rattled." Um I would say early he definitely I wouldn't say rattled, but he looked nervous. Okay. And he's just he's just which a bit is normal. He he was a bit slow on his reads and he it laid on his throws. Like yeah. like like the interception he threw on the first um first drive. Like he just what he just waited too long and then he he should have never thrown it by the time yeah. he was ready to throw that. Like it was, and then he, he met, he missed like some, some like screens and, and like he missed a wide open tight end on the first drive that may have been a touchdown. Um, yeah. So that, you know, he wasn't playing that well, but yeah, is no, he rattled? No, he looks so casual yeah. all the time. Exactly. Like he, he looks so casual. The composure was always yeah. there. And yeah, yeah. so it, yeah, but yeah, the fact that he grabs that, terrible snap off the ground on a, on a critical, like the most important play of the game, basically. Yeah. And runs forward, gets first down. And then it was like, they hit that big one to Victor. And then once they got to the midfield, you're like, well, shit, even if we punt now, right. Like they're going to get the ball back with like 30 seconds, like at best, like a minute left inside the 10. And, and then, and then you're starting to feel back it back to back. Yeah. And then suddenly we go back to back runs. And yeah. gain, get a first down, and then... Yeah. Let's talk about Nakia Watson, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that what guy. a day for him. Yeah. Like that can, I mean, that it's, had to it's feel funny. so good. So, I'll say something. You look like, at his stats. His stats we, are like, eh. But we, uh, we definitely such a good day. We definitely uh, talked to the kicker, Wisconsin's kicker, at the bar after the game. Hmm. Um, and by the way, you know, we asked him, like... And he probably on TV knew, you know, you could see. But we asked him, like... Was that second kick blocked? His second miss, and he's like, "No comment." And then you look nope. at then when I've watched definitely it, it was definitely not. not. But he, <laughs> I also asked him like, "Dude, like, has Nakia been talking shit?" He's been texting. He's like, "Oh, he's been talking shit all week." And so like, so to for Nakia to have that, you know, all these he knows everyone on that team. Yep. Seriously, I'm talking. All right, I've been handed another beer. All right. Can you have to put your bear in the cold? Yeah, like, yeah, put that one in the cold and get it recold. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just going to chug it. It's fine. Yes. Come on. It's fine. We, we got these. So we were like, let's get road beers. We grabbed these like 24-ounce Lagunitas IPAs. But the line was so long at Walgreens. By the time we got to the like front of the cold. line, those beers were no longer cold. <laughs> <laughs> So we're just, Fantastic. Been, so we I've been, have, we have a, his sink is now full of ice. Yes. My sink is full of ice and, and it's full of beer now. Um, Perfect. That, yeah, that sounds so, very much, very much Vegas. So Jeff, talk about Nikia Watson while I chug the rest of this warm Lagunitas IPA, sir. 
Yeah, I I mean, I think the thing is, you know, we you know, we watched the opener against Idaho and in that one it's you know, again, you're trying to figure out what's real and what's not, right? It's it's game 1, you're playing an FCS opponent. Like what's real, what's not real? And and Nakia Watson ran for 117 in in the opener and you know, I think had WSU just decided they were going to run it, you know, they, he probably could have run for 200, right? You know, so yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, well, you know, he, he looks different. He looks looks a little better. But, you know, I guess the proof will be in the pudding. Um, man, like watching him run against Wisconsin. Now, you know, there were a number of times where there was there just wasn't a lot of space, right? I mean, and he only had, I mean, what, what did he have? Like 10 carries, I think, is all, right? So it's not like he got the ball a ton. Yeah, but um, how but many touchdowns did he time, have? Yeah, so he had two touchdowns. How, how many? And, how many basically game clinching running first downs did he have? Yeah, I mean he had those those two runs on the last drive. I mean those were, you know those those were the money, right? You know you had after they finally got out from the shadow of their own end zone, right? They they started on the twelve, and you know they they hit a couple of passes, including the you know the the eighteen yarder to Lincoln Victor on that really nifty RPO design. Um, you know then he gets he gets four yards and. Catherine. And then he gets, uh, and then you know Wisconsin calls timeout, and then he gets eleven yards to pick up that first down, and that is that's the key. Once you get that first down, you know now okay, you're you're right around two minutes. They've got one timeout. You've got three plays. That's you know the, okay, they're going to take one timeout. You figure forty seconds, forty seconds. That's eighty seconds. I mean, you're gonna, yeah, you know, it's going to be real, real tough for them to to do much there. And then of course. You know, we run it all the way down and run it out, and and that's really possible oh, so, because of that it's that eleven that four yard run, that eleven yard run. Yeah, like it, it, it's not even that we ran it all the like we ran the clock all the way down. We didn't like move that far. I think it was like a forty yard no. drive. Yeah. It was it was yeah. in thirty like like thirty five of that was like one play. But I remember yeah. I turned to BA. I was like, we need two more first downs, two more first downs, two more, yep. two more. After Cam got yeah. that, after Cam got that first down, like two more, two more. And then we're, you start doing the math, and how many times have you or I or so many people on Twitter said, why don't they, if when you have a fourth down and you have X amount of seconds left, why don't you just throw the ball in the fucking air? Yeah. Throw it out of bounds. Yep. And that's what they did. He ran well, sideways and chucked out of bounds. What struck me about that entire sequence, right? So, you know, I wrote, I, I wrote about this also. Obviously, there were a lot of people who were not pleased with Mike Leach's clock management over the years. Uh, and, and look, it's it's one of those things where, you know, if you watch enough football, you see that almost everybody sucks at clock management, uh, which leads me to believe because, you know, I just I like simple explanations. I'm just like, well, it must just be really hard, <laughs> you know, to manage. It may be, it must be way harder to to figure all this out than we are giving it credit for if everybody's terrible at it. Right. Okay. So I'm watching this play out. And, and again, when the drive started, really, there was nothing in my mind that was like, okay, yeah, we're going to run this out. Like, I mean, I just, I just assumed that, that we weren't, I'm like, okay, we'll probably try to run some time off the clock. We'll kick it back and we'll have to defend, you know, and oh boy, then it's going to be hold on to your butt, you know? Okay. So, and they come out passing. I'm like, oh, okay. So they throw two passes, right? Uh, move out a little bit, and then he picks up yeah. that first down on the on the bad snap. It's like, oh, okay, all right. Well, we got one first down. That's great. Now we're probably going to hand off the ball. And Wisconsin nope. was obviously thinking they the were same not thing ready for that. Yeah, 
because they ran that RPO for the first time all game. Little like it looked like a little zone read. He pulls it. He starts to run on his own, then flips it out to Lincoln Victor. You know, eighteen yards up the sideline, stays in bounds, um, and now all of a sudden you're like, okay, we're you know we ran now, RPO you know, at the forty, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, so we're at the you know the forty four. We're at our own forty at this that is, point. Forty forty. Yeah. Yeah. So we're know, about midfield. All of a sudden yeah, you're like, playing. yeah, and then it's like okay, now we're gonna we're gonna hand it off. And we're going to make sure that. And also, that's what you want them to do. At that point, you're like, yes, we're at the point. Like, even even if we give them 20 seconds left, that's fine. Like, like if if that's what they get, like, I think we'll be okay. And the entire sequence, to me, um, just sort of, and maybe, maybe I'm imagining things. I don't know. But, like, it really looked like the kind of sequence where you're like, man, that was prepared. Like, they were prepared for that very specific end of game scenario. Like you said, okay, we need two first downs. Like it seemed very clear that they knew they needed two first two downs. First down. It seemed very, yeah, it seemed very clear that they knew, Hey, if we hand it off here and hand it off here, they've got this many timeouts. We're going to be able to run it down this far. And then it's like, they take the delay of game with six seconds. Right. And it's like, okay, well, six seconds is enough time to do this. And then they just did it. Like, it didn't look all weird and haphazard. Like, okay, actually, there's only six seconds left, so this is what we're going to try and well, do. And, you know, yeah. which is sometimes what that kind of stuff looks and, like. And, and Ward really probably didn't even need to throw the ball. Like, but probably it was not. also, there was like one or two seconds left when he threw the ball. And it was, it was you were kind of yeah. like, just throw the ball. You could see him winding up, and you're like, yes. As soon as he was winding up to throw, you're like, we win. Like, we win. It's yeah. over. Because, like, like, he did, like, it's over. And and yeah, then I lost my absolute shit and almost almost killed Katie, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I wanted to get yeah, to my like wife that and is give preparation, her preparation, man. Yeah, that's so that's it's preparation. So good. It's like it's it was and, so and good. so that and, is that's the kind of I stuff mean, that just makes you go like shit, man. Dickert really he does might know be what he's doing. Coach. I think he, he might, might be, be really good. good. I mean, he's already been on this really for Nebraska, like which no oh, way good. Nebraska would not no hire Jake Dicker. Like that's insane. <laughs> he, he's coached all of what I don't know, like how like seven games of this. Yeah, if you want to, include, yeah, like... coach six last year, two this year. So if you want to include the interim games, I guess you could say I guess he was the coach for the bowl game. So okay, so nine. We're up to nine. So three three games where he was actually the coach. Like I don't know, man. Just whatever. I ain't worried about that. Um, offensive line. Tell me, tell me your thoughts on the offensive line because I mean they weren't certainly weren't dominant, but they also didn't you know like torpedo. They didn't I, I ruin the like, game. I wouldn't, I, yeah, I wouldn't lay I, whatever issues the offense had. I would not certainly would not I will just say, like like blanket yeah, lay at their feet. There was definitely a time sometimes when Cam got hit that that was his fault. Yep. Like like you know like we always we, yep. we're like dorks that always say like QB uh, sacks are QB stat, and yeah you you could be like. Yeah, you should have spotted that blitzer, dude. You should have changed the fucking play. I, I will say, like, he got actually absolutely rocked on his second interception, which actually turned out to be a first down because of because <laughs> of Lincoln fucking yeah. Victor, who is was the low key MVP of the game. Like, yeah, I mean that dude never stops. Like, just to come from out of bounds and swipe that, like, just incredible, incredible. Um, but yeah, like he, he deserves, like, yeah, it's so fun. Like he's actually getting used more this year than he was last year. And it's fun because yes. he's a, he's a very fun player. Like, yep. um, and I also he him. just works his ass off like constantly. Yes, he does. You know, 
Yep. Uh, he has he has the good version of short man syndrome. It's like you know, like yeah. just well, the, he's, like he's got the kind of chip you can only have if you were a incredible high school player, where you were the quarterback because you were the best athlete. Which meant that you didn't really get any good scholarship offers out of high school because you're not going to play quarterback at his size anywhere. And then you go and walk on at Hawaii, right? And then you follow your coach to Washington State to walk on there. And then, you know, so it just, it's such a cool story, man. It's such an awesome story. And I, I love that, that he had maybe the two, two of the biggest plays of the game for sure outside of. Uh, outside of Watson's, you know, long touchdown. And let's talk about Watson's long touchdown, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, let's just wait. So, so, okay, so we come out, we get the first down, or the first touchdown, and that was so fun. Like, that was so crazy. Like, we're up. Like, at that point, you're like, okay, we can compete today. Like, we're, you know, because you're worried, like, yeah, sure, we maybe our defense can hold them, but once we can put, like, once we got that touchdown, it's like, okay, like if yeah. if we can score, then and and also right before that, well, we did it with an explosive play too. Like that, yeah, was, an explosive play to what? An explosive, but an explosive you know. play to what position? Like what to position? Tight end. Tight end, tight end. Which I think <laughs> may have been the first tight end catch since like 2010. Yeah, long time. Fox did a great job of making sure we didn't actually see the play unfold. That was rad. Uh, yeah, I watched it on DVR and like what the what the actual <laughs> fuck. Like. It was like they ran tempo, and then next thing you know, the ball's in the air. And but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I will say the Super, broadcast. So you finally get the broadcast, yeah. including Brock Hewer, did a good job. Like I, the, the other, yeah. like the the actual team yeah. was really good, and also yeah. Brock Hewer cried at the end. So whatever, um, that was fun. Um, we because we're gonna we'll talk about that because we're obviously gonna talk about Dicker a bit, but um, but yeah, like so yeah, we come out and, and we get that touchdown. And you're like yeah, and then Wisconsin scores twice, and 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 you're kind of worried. You're like oh shit, our defense is toast now because they've yeah, been on and, the field. By the way, the touchdown that tied it was like right after our touchdown and they like went right down the field. Like it yep. was like, okay, we're awake now. Here we go. And I was like, uh, all right, well, I guess this is it. But you know, we, we did okay after that. And then of course the, the disaster at the end of the half, we don't have to talk about, but anyway, so going into halftime down 14, seven and shout out, shout out to the WC video team. Cause they put those Wisconsin touchdowns in there, which I think it was cool. Cause it like builds a better narrative about the game. Yeah. Like, yeah, we came back, baby. And so, so yeah, like, so yeah, you're thinking 14, seven, but you're, you're, it's the game had been even enough at that point that you're just saying, we just need a big play on this first drive. We need a, we need a, we need something. We need points on this drive and we'll be, we'll be okay. We'll hang in there. Wisconsin is not going to suddenly like, we're not playing like, you know, 2004 USC here. They're not going to score like three touchdowns in a minute. Like it's not going to happen. Like if if we just, if we just like, if we get points here, then we're probably going to ride it till the end. Like it's probably going to be close until the fourth quarter. And yep. and then Renard Bell returns the ball like into field like immediately into field like inside the thirty and by the way an an incredible kick return. Like just an yeah. all effort kick return. Um and 
at that point you're like, okay, we can, we can do this. And that drive was definitely disappointing. Uh, I also think Donovan Ollie had that first down. Uh, oh my gosh! Like, I, how many calls? That happened get, more than once in the game. How many that calls? Get, more than once. How many calls we get fucked on this game and like still won? Like, it's so crazy. It and, is. And like, Wis- crazy. Wisconsin fans were like bitching in the stadium. By the way, we shut them the fuck up, dude. They were, <laughs> they were sh- in shell shock. Like, I love it. They were so good. Their giant student section. Um, by the way, they re- get really involved in the music, which is super fun. Like, I, I think yeah. like being a Wisconsin undergrad is probably super fun, especially going to a football yeah. game. Like, looks super fun, yeah. but also go to base. You said it's fine. Uh, whatever, yeah. But like, how, by the uh, way, okay, so now I, I got to ask now though, I, how we I jump t- around? Uh, amazing because we were winning, especially. <laughs> like I They're just all kept jumping like, around. You're like, yeah, this is Wis- cool. We're Wisconsin, winning. Wisconsin was driving in the end of the third quarter. It's like just just don't let them score before the quarter ends, so we can jump yeah, yeah. around while we're winning. Like, yeah. So they have to jump around while we're winning, and it was amazing. Uh, there's definitely a video of us on Twitter doing it, and. We had a lot of fun. Uh, I saw Colton Clark say that the press box was shaking. I had a, I you know heard from another uh, Wisconsin that fan that like they said they they started that in '92. Or I, it was either a Wisconsin fan or a Coug that knew a Wisconsin fan told me they started doing that in '92 when that song came out, and they actually had to reinforce the student section um, <laughs> because That's it was amazing. So it was really cool. It was really cool. Like it, it was very cool. I it was everything I hoped it would be, and actually way more because we were winning at the time. Because I kind of yeah. thought we were just going to do jump around while we're down by like three touchdowns, and and but whatever. It's you know this is this is part of the reason why we came was to see this. But uh, B A and I bought koozies that say jump around on you know with with uh, with Bucky on on one side and yeah. and jump around on the other. That 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 was the take because that was awesome it was it was awesome and and they love it man there was so much shit that's a jump around because we were trying not to tell our friends that didn't know that we were there that didn't know about it and then a few a few of my friends surprised a few of my friends were like yeah we kind of figured it out because like jump around was everywhere like they did a jump around weather forecast at halftime (laughs) like that's awesome so like they do it forecast or like halftime and then they do they have their fifth quarter thing so the band comes out and plays for like 20 minutes and which we saw yeah. because we were we were basking we were and celebrating ag- yeah aggressively basking you know um and, and but also uh, shout out to and apparently it's a big 10 tradition the wisconsin band played our fight song before the game and turned towards us and played it at us um, yeah, which was really cool. really cool, really cool, really cool. And also we won. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So jump around was amazing. Uh, but yeah, just, we were just, I was just like, I kept turning to BA. I was like, I want to jump around with the lead. I want to, I want to jump around with the lead, please. Um, so they get, when they like get that stop to force the fourth down and there's like 12 seconds left. And then we thought there was like some weird official timeout. Like I think it was injury or something. And we're like, no, like, come on. I don't want him to, like, make the field goal and to be tied during jump around. Um, but sure enough, come out uh, at fourth quarter, and he – that is one of the worst field goal attempts he will ever see. Like, I'm pretty sure I could have done <laughs> that kind of effort, you know. like, just like Yeah. And, appara- yeah, and yep. I talked 
talk to the kid later and he wasn't feeling yeah, good yeah. about it but uh poor guy um, yeah yeah he, he was not wearing wisconsin gear at the bar I'll say that much. Um, uh, we kind of took over uh, that bar. um but yeah yeah, yeah so he misses he misses that and you're like maybe today is our day like yeah. oh but okay let's back up because we haven't talked about the go-ahead touchdown just out of nowhere yeah, yeah. like out of nowhere and yeah. what a play that was by Nakia, just like break a tackle. And then it was, he broke that tackle. And then you look from, we're like, we're in the back corner, the opposite corner from that end of the field. But so we had like a good view of how the defense set up from behind and you, you see him spin out of the tackle. And you're like, Oh shit, there's no one there. And then he runs scores. We absolutely lost our shit. And yeah. then I, and then, um, so uh, right after that, uh, WSU uh, put me in their highlight video. And if you see it, I'm pointing. And um, what I was doing as I was pointing, so Wisconsin students have a chant that they use throughout the game that says, eat shit, fuck you, eat shit, fuck you. Like they would just, they just would randomly chant that at times. And so I, I just, I like, after we scored that touchdown, I was like pointing at them. I was like, eat shit, fuck you, eat shit, fuck you. And, and, and so, so they, they like, it, but that is when the WSU like was recording me apparently. And then like put, you know, put me in the video. So, you know, yeah. it, it, that's why if you see, um, any recording that can check out what he's saying on his mouth. <laughs> so I'm getting heckled now. Um, I think they were like, "Oh my God, he said eat shit, fuck you on his podcast." Yeah, we have the explicit rating. We have the explicit rating on his podcast. We're okay. We definitely have the explicit right. rating on his podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Extremely explicit, especially a few, especially a few episodes ago. Um, yeah. But, but so, yeah, so I'm just like shouting that. And if you look in the clip, like BA is like, it's, you only see the top of his head. It's because he's like doubled yep. over laughing. He's like, like yelling. Yeah. Cause he's <laughs> laughing. Like that's why the people around me are sweating. Cause I'm just like, Shut, eat shit, fuck you. Like, which obviously they couldn't hear me. I was on the opposite side of the stadium, whatever. Um, oh, I don't know. I think they could hear you. I, oh, they, they definitely they, did. They're they they like that guy, that they were tall like, guy. Man, look at that guy over there. Yeah, and also, nice. what happened after that? Uh, we got on TV apparently, and you did I you definitely a, did a massive amount of text messages, like and, and like the Twitter mentions, like like someone was like, "Oh, Craig, I think you were on TV." Like someone, I was like, "What?" And I look at my phone, which I had been like not trying to look at too much because I uh, had you know like you know I was worried about having to charge to order the Uber home the rest of the, you know Uber back to the hotel the, the, like later that night <laughs> you're like I gotta uh, make it through yeah I gotta I can't like I've already tweeted like multiple videos I can't you know? <laughs> uh, I, I, and I also in my mind was like I gotta tweet a jump around video like later so I gotta have I gotta have the the battery charge left for that but then like people are like holy shit we think you're TV and I, and I open my phone and it's just like blown up like blown up Yep. You know, yep, yep, definitely. And that was awesome. Like we were, I think uh, Bryce sent to Emma, Bryce who writes for us, um, our, our basketball genius and Emma who was right behind, you know, right next to me. Um, she, he sends to uh, 
to Emma, like Craig looks so happy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely was like, uh, I, I had someone else tweeted me. I was like, I didn't know who you are, but, uh, you were like, I think she saw the pictures cause the picture of that I tweeted at the end with me and my wife, um, uh, after the win, like it was, like got hella likes. I'd never gotten more tweets or more likes. It's cause Amanda was in the picture, obviously. Um, but, um, uh, but by the way, she thought that was a bad picture of her. So I was like, Oh, congrats. That's the most likes I've ever gotten on Twitter. So that's basically my most seen tweet. And then you don't like the picture. So sorry. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so this other person responded to me. She's like, it was fun, uh, standing in front of you or sitting in front of you during the game. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of an animated, uh, football watcher, which, you know, Jeff and, um, yes. you are a sim of, of the similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, vein. we, we are extremely animated when we are watching sports. No doubt. About that. Yeah. And, and honestly, all of that was like, it wasn't, I was like drunk or anything. It was just me because that was like, we were all like a lot of the coup, like a lot of us were like extremely sober watching the game. I'm not like trying to put like the, you know, alumni association on blast or anything, but like it was, uh, there was so many people at the, the pregame event. Like it was kind of hard to get drinks sometimes until the very end when people started leaving towards the game. Like, so we were all like, we like, we were, you know, Katie, you know, Katie NBA and BA and I and stuff were like, this is, we're going to be like more sober than usual watching a WC football game. And they were like, actually, this could be cool. This could be, this is this, you know, like we're going to like remember everything. Experience. We're going to like, everything's going to be so clear, you know? And so, yeah, it was, and, I, and it was really fun. Like sitting next to BA and like, cause we we're just like, you know, doing our over analysis of shit. And, uh, but it, you know, it, it was, it, but yeah, like I, it's great. Cause uh, you know, I, I, I'll tell you, um, the Alamo Bowl, the pregame before that, it was unlimited. You paid a, 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 obviously more money, but you got unlimited like food and alcohol, and they had fireball shots. And this one, they specifically said there will be no shots at this event. Um, so, so because Alamo Bowl was all them fireball shots, I'll tell you, uh, you know, I, I don't have the greatest – um, very specific. There's definitely, I definitely remember a lot of the Alamo Bowl, but it's not as clear as some other games. And but like this one, everything was there because you know I didn't really have that much to drink that day. I mean, definitely the night before we did because Madison got the cheapest fucking drinks ever. Like it's it's definitely like you know when you go to the Coug in Pullman, like it's just like, and you buy like a round for everyone, and you're like, yes, what, 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 what's happening right now? Like that's we kept going to the bar and like I would go to the bar and order a round for like ten people, and like my bill would be like ninety dollars, <laughs> um, and that was a round for ten people, but like doubles for everyone, yeah, pitchers yeah, yeah. for you know or either everyone was getting either a double for themselves or a pitcher for themselves. Like it was like it it wasn't like I was buying like you know nine singles or nine beers. Like right, it was, right. It was like, you know. So like it was it was crazy cheap. Uh, I think, and then we were like tipping well, and um, the bar staff at State Street Brats was giving us free drinks by the end of the night because we I think we were we kept telling them they were like the, the best and and we were you know tipping them in such a way. But um, I, I will say Madison, Madison uh, highly recommend you know check it out you know 
go. It's a fun, fun town. Beautiful, situated between two lakes and just beautiful views. We had we had the pregame on this like it was it was a campus building and it was just right on the lake and it was so pretty. You know, you're just hanging out like um, and so like a great spot. And also we won, like we won the game. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. You know, we, we, we took that lead in the third quarter and then no one scored. Like Wisconsin didn't even score in the second half. We like, we, we took that lead in the third quarter and then no one scored again in the last 20 minutes yeah. of the game. It was incredible. No points were scored. There was chaos, a, a plenty, but there was no points yeah, scored. Yeah. And, and like, it, it was, it was, it was so wild. Like, and we just did, we didn't go there. I, I mean, obviously the, the team did, but all of us that have been planning for years to go to this game didn't were never planned to like go there to watch us win, you know? Right. I you mean, you weren't there, there to watch them win. You you yeah. were there because hey, it's it's Wisconsin. This is a once in a maybe lifetime type trip, you know? Yeah. Hey, so we're gonna go and we're gonna enjoy it, and then you get then you get this gift right off the top. Now it's literally one of the greatest weekends of my entire life. Like yeah. Yeah, like it was. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, we didn't have any fun. Not a single bit of fun. Damn it! I will say, uh, Corbell brandy is fucking disgusting. Like, absolutely. That was the alcohol we could not finish. Like, we were like, we were like, we can't. We just threw. We threw away like a half full bottle of it. Like, we're like, we cannot finish this. This is so That's gross. So funny. I I mean, I don't like brandy anyway. It's just like the sweetness is like. Overpowering. Yeah, but. that's what I said. Like, so we were, uh, we were, um, uh, so basically, brandy is like distilled wine aged in bourbon barrels. So it has like, it has definitely some bourbon flavors to it, but it's like, it's just like a really sweet version Are you of really that. Seriously comparing yeah. brandy to bourbon? Brandy, <laughs> brandy is distilled wine aged in bourbon barrels. No, 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 seriously. Bourbon and brandy are two very different things. Exactly. So, so, so brandy has wine product in it, yeah? Yeah, it's distilled wine. Exactly. Wine and and bourbon is not. But what but but then they age that distilled wine in a bourbon barrel, so it, it, it gets some of yes, the bourbon so, characteristics. So you can potentially use some of that crappy American stuff to make the, the stuff taste good. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying bourbon is crappy is what you're saying. That's that's where I'm coming from. Oh uh, my, my uh, Eng- my Aus- English Australian friend over here is talking shit about bourbon. Man, them's fighting words. The great like. But it, look, you may like brandy. Then try Corbell brandy, and then you'll know our pain of drinking that shit. Yeah, it's in a plastic bottle. It comes in a plastic bottle. <laughs> like it's, uh, but that's it. Forty forty percent of the sales of Corbell. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, we're still podcasting. Forty percent, forty percent of the sales of Corbell are in the state of Wisconsin, the the U.S. state of Wisconsin. Is that because they make it illegal to export it outside of Wisconsin? No, they don't even make it in Wisconsin. They make it in California. Then they send it to Wisconsin. Like and and the Wisconsinites love it. It's like what what are, what are these Californians got against Wisconsinites? I mean, probably a lot of things. I mean, they're you know they're just trading 
the, Corbell for cheese. The average so. life expectancy of a Wisconsinite must be like 40. Because the whole time we were there, <laughs> it was Bloody Marys that came. Like you, Then they asked, okay, what beer chaser you want? The like brandy, fried cheese, like another like that was just all we were eating. Sausages, like I, like I, I don't know how they how they survive, you know. But maybe it's like there's a Mediterranean diet and then there's there's like a Wisconsin diet, a Lake Monona maybe. diet or something. I don't know. Cheese and brandy. They they eat cheese, but it's deep fried. Deep fried yeah. cheese. We had a lot of cheese curds. Yeah. I think almost every, I I think I, I will say with confidence, every meal I had in Madison included deep fried cheese curds. Every single meal I had. I mean, I had. that sounds like a winner to me. I mean, it was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. Yeah. You know? Okay, this says something cheese curds, brandy, like sipping fireball. Just assimilating into the culture. You know, just assimilating the culture. Yeah. As one does. Oh, I just randomly saw a tweet that said Russell Wilson has beaten 31 of 32 teams in his NFL career and it will remain that way for at least another year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking speaking of Wisconsin, bad, what? Okay. Bad, week, bad weekend for Wisconsin, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's break. We'll come back. We'll talk about. I don't know, man. <laughs> More alcohol. I don't know. We'll talk about stuff. <laughs> okay. And we're back. We're back. We're back. That was really quick. So. <laughs> well, okay. See, he just said that was really quick. It won't sound that quick on the podcast. Yeah, they'll see. have to listen to an ad in between. Sorry, guys. It'll be an extremely loud ad. audio editing. It, it'll be an extremely loud ad that blows up their ears. And they'll they'll press the plus 30 uh, button to, to skip it. Um. We love our sponsors that we have nothing to do with. Um, But yeah, Jeff, so we won the goddamn football game. Hell yeah. I've been um, pretty much not very sober since like the entire time that has happened. (laughs) Since like Friday. (laughs) But Thursday, you you showed up on Thursday. Yeah, we went to we we stayed in Chicago on Thursday. Emma took us to yeah. some of her favorite spots. We got Pequod's Pizza, very good. Um, we we were taking shots of Malort and doing mm-hmm. all the good stuff. You know, getting a Chicago handshake, a shot of Malort and a and an old style. That's a Chicago handshake. Oh, my goodness, um, just good stuff all around. You know, good stuff. So, but the beautiful thing was. We didn't. Have, we had like a noon checkout time on Friday, and we had no like. We didn't need to get to Madison that early, so we we may have went to bed at two a.m., but we didn't get up until like eleven. So like, and and like, we didn't have our kids with us, so we had 
Yeah. Just a beautiful night of drunken sleep. It was just probably the most I've slept ever in my entire life. I don't know. Um, uh, but it, then we woke, you know, we went up to Wisconsin and, and we got a case of spotted cow as soon as we crossed the border. Woo. And definitely did not break any open container laws. We just obviously waited until we got to the hotel to drink that <laughs> spotted cow. Definitely. Definitely not. Definitely didn't. We, we would never consider drinking like four or five spotted cows from the state line to Madison. We definitely didn't do that. Um, we definitely followed all laws, all Wisconsin and federal laws and did not do that. But that, you know, I've drank a lot of things, Jeff, but I'm curious about what you're currently drinking. Yeah, well, I started the podcast by drinking, uh, as, as I mentioned before we started recording, I, I finished off my single hill stash from when, when I was in Yakima weeks ago. Uh, so it started with the Gold Moose Canadian-style lager, uh, which is, as it says, brewed natural, eh? Uh, so really delicious uh, really delicious lager. Sometimes I yes. know you are a pretty massive lager guy. Um, yeah, that's I, yeah, I, it kind of, for me, it kind of depends to some degree. Um, sometimes I'm kind of like turned off a little bit by the ones that are just kind of overly bready and biscuity. And I'm just kind of like, eh, it's a little much. This one was definitely on the lighter side, um, which I enjoyed a ton. So that was delicious. Now I have moved on to an E9 Mono Amano Fruited American Wild Ale. Oh, fuck. With, uh, yeah, which is barrel-aged wild ale with red raspberries from Serino Farms and Bing Cherries from Diamondback Acres. Um, it is tart and delicious, and uh, yeah, it's wonderful. I'm very much enjoying it. Two types of cherries. Um, yeah. So I've been drinking... Uh, gin and sodas, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the warm Lagunitas IPA. Currently have a Mind Haze. Did we get another type of beer? Did we just get Mind Haze? Did we get another one? You finished your beer already? No, I haven't finished it, but did we get a different type of beer? Uh, so currently drinking, I will say this is my first Mind Haze, I think. Firestone Mind Haze. It is... As, as at, yes, I've, my mind has been hazy many times, including at this current moment. Um, but uh, this is the most averagest uh, hazy IPA I can possibly come up with. <laughs> the like most most averagest most averagest hazy IPA. It's not hazy like, at all, is it? It's like it's, got no fruit it, it, or there's flavor no, much, there's really. No freaking fruit there's, in this at all. There's not much going on with this beer. It's. <laughs> it does have alcohol in it. That's six point, that, which is why we're drinking it, right? Is, yeah, I was gonna exactly. say it's about all that matters at this point. And then, so. and then now Chris has brought me over a um, classic, the Shoots from Oregon, fresh squeezed IPA. Ah, yes. Wonder how old this is. It's from a from a Walgreens in Las Vegas. Jeff, what oh, day do you be. think it was packaged on? I'm going to go with April 10th. You know what? Actually, it's pretty fresh. It was August 9th. Whoa. I'm, I'm very That's surprised. Really fresh. That's fresh. Like I'm very fresh. surprised. I haven't had a fresh squeeze in so long. 
Uh, yeah, I haven't had one Pretty in a good. long time either. Definitely better than the Mine Haze. Okay. Definitely better than the Mine Haze. Okay, so you're going with this. I mean, I like Firestorm Walker, but that this, this is like the averagest hazy IP. Drink I will drink the both. Yeah, you have a. Oh, did you bring those Hungarian IPAs? Can you get me one of those? I'll review one of those. All right, we're actually we're we're getting. Let me let me give a, a review of Deschutes' uh, fresh squeezed IPA. Um, it is, it it, it 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 it. I have good memories with this beer, especially when I lived out east. You know, wouldn't yep. see very many East Coast beers. Like so, when I got into shoots fresh squeeze, I get really excited. And now uh, Luke has brought me is he has all the way he has well Luke lives in Belgium and he has and he went to Budapest. That's how you say it in Hungarian. Budapest. Budapest. Hungarian is one of the hardest languages for an English speaker to learn. That's always fun. Yeah. Like it, it is. I know. I have a, I had a friend that moved to Hungary, and she didn't even try to learn the language. <laughs> She's like, "Fuck it, don't care, can't do it." Chris, do you remember Bree? Yes. Yeah, she moved to. She would lived in Hungary for a bit, and then she didn't even try. She actually offered me a job. I could have moved to Hungary, Jeff. Oh. I wouldn't have went well, to the Wisconsin game though. If if I'm I would have glad you didn't. If I would have moved to Hungary, like I wouldn't have went to Wisconsin game, and and I don't think you would have been in my wedding, buddy. Sorry, just tell you. Nope, I don't think so. All right, what do we got here? Uh, I in vitro. In vitro, uh, and it's a it's a it's a collaboration. And Shellbach Beach, Shell Beach, Solar Flare IPA. Ooh. Um, it's all in English, thankfully. Uh, well, there's there's also Hungarian on here. Um, let me try to read it. And just no, actually no, I would not ever try to read that. That I don't know how any of those things are pronounced, even though they look it like. The same as on tap the bar. It tastes the same as on tap in the bar. That's pretty good. It is unfiltered and unpasteurized top fermented craft beer. It might contain yeast sediment. Uh, best before. Um, they have a best before date instead. All right. Let me try it. It's got a really cool can. It's all black. Like, even the tab is black. Everything is black. Hungarian IPA. Pretty solid. Definitely better than the Mind Haze, I would say. Um, probably of the three IPAs, I or the four IPAs I currently have on the, the desk right here. This is the best one I've had today. Um, Luke brought it all the way from... Hungary, um, it, which I feel bad because I was supposed to bring Luke a couple beers that have been sitting in my cellar for years already, and I may have forgot to do that. I may have forgot to do that. I didn't bring any beer this trip, which is also a failure of meeting Luke at a at a at a trip. Um, but yeah, this this Hungarian IPA is delicious, very much an American style beer. <laughs> Very much, but as one is, might expect, yeah, as one might expect that the the Americans like the a lot of the breweries in Europe now are American style breweries, um, so we win, uh, we win. Uh, um, is it just that you know you're trying to copy like what has been done well in Europe? 
No, these bit no. The Europeans did not invent hazy IPAs. Like that was that was a fully American thing. They did invent IPAs, a very different version of it. <laughs> yeah. Of the American beers that we bought were anywhere close to the European one. You, you're, yeah, you're compa- so you're comparing the beers that we could get at Walgreens in Las Vegas <laughs> to the like microbrewed like Hungarian beer that like one of the biggest beer nerds you know brought back from Hungary <laughs> to to share with one of the other biggest beer nerds you know. Yes. Okay. Yes, these beers. Um, no, definitively, as Chris said. Hungarian beer is better than American beer. Um, scientifically proven. We're all moving to Hungary. Amen. <laughs> yeah, don't try to say any of those words in Hungarian. Um, don't even try. Yeah, so that that was that was the beer segment. Uh, so yeah, yeah in, in in vitro and Shell Beach Brewing, check them out next time you're in Hungary, my list, my loyal <laughs> listeners. Check out in vitro for sure. Um, so uh, in vitro is in uh oh Shell Beach is a band. I just read that. So Shell Beach is not a brewery; it's a band. And in vitro is a bar and a brewery. And and I cannot read the where it's located. What town is it in? City. Budapest? Uh, oh, yeah, but it doesn't even say that. Unless Budapest looks very different in Hungarian. Hungarian. All right. In Hungarian, Hungary is not even spelled with it. I'm sure people are definitely still listening to this, like 100%. And 100%. Well they're just, done. you know, they're hitting that magic 30-second forward they're like, until we talk about they were, something. They were so today. excited that the Cougs got one of the biggest wins they've ever gotten, ever. And then they get this podcast where it's just like <laughs> me talking to people like that they cannot hear most of the time. Oh, they can. They'll be able to hear it. They'll be able to hear you guys. Because I can hear I can hear most of it. <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. I feel like Shall I'm, we? Shall we? Shall we shall we at least try and talk about Colorado State for a minute? Yeah, let's talk about Colorado State. Um <laughs> I just I, I kind of think we're gonna lose that game. <laughs> oh my god. It's such a trap game. I mean it, people listened to our podcast a couple of weeks ago. They know that we've already we already said that. <laughs> yeah. It was like this was lining up to be a trap game and from the beginning I thought uh, you know, it's just terrifying. like looking at the schedule. Yeah, I mean, it's but also, you got Wisconsin Colorado on State one end, is, you got Oregon on the other. Yeah, but they're really bad. They are. And that's the, they're not, it's not a situation where you're That like, makes it oh, less man, trap, sneaky trap good. gaming. Yeah, they're not sneaky good. Like, we can they're, play like absolute shit and still win. They might be worse than Idaho. And uh, maybe that sounds hyperbolic, but, you know, bad. Idaho went into uh, Indiana and, you know, they hung for a little while and, and they hung for a little while with us. And, you know, it's, you know, Idaho's pretty, pretty spunky. Uh, Colorado State is, is the opposite of, of spunky at the moment. Uh, they, uh, they got absolutely slapped around in the big house by Michigan, which, you know, of course you kind of expect. And then uh, they went home to have their opener against Middle Tennessee State and promptly went down 27 to nothing at halftime and got booed off their field. So yeah. 
That's uh, they're averaging. That's, that's a, not good, man. They're averaging a whopping three point seven eight yards per play so far this year. Um, yes, very and good also shit. giving they've given up sixteen sacks. In yeah, two that's games. part of it. Um, yeah, that, w- which makes their uh, rushing yards per attempt with sacks included point nine nine. Yes, point nine nine. It is. It is something else. So all that being said, I'm terrified. Yeah, still terrified. Also, there's I don't uh, I, I think there'll probably be more students at this game because of WC winning that one, but I do not think I still think this is gonna be a very poorly attended game. Yeah. Hopefully it helps that it's a two o'clock start. You know, that's a pretty easy one for you know, especially locals or spokenites uh, yeah. to get to. So yeah, you can do it. I think that's the hope. Yeah, even even people from like Yakima can do a, a yes. out and back. Anybody who can make a day trip there for, you know, a few hours away, Tri-Cities, whatever. Yeah. So hopefully that's the case. Um, I don't know. The other thing I think, honestly, is, you know, Colorado State runs an air raid that is, I mean, it's very air raid. They run an air raid that they've thrown 50 passes in two games. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that, you know, for our defense, they're going to be used to playing that. They're they're honestly just going to be able to practice against our offense all week. You know, and, and probably be fine. So, I think all those things go together. I mean, they, I okay, know, so they run an air raid. They run an air raid, but they've so so. How many sacks you say? Sixteen. Sixteen. So they've had sixty-six dropbacks and uh, fifty-seven actual runs. Though. So they're not like they're not like they haven't been extreme on one end and given how they've been trailing so much you I, I would kind of would have thought they would have thrown the ball even more so i don't know i don't know what kind of i don't know i don't know man like uh, they might run the ball a lot obviously we've played well, also what makes me kind of worry is that we've played two teams that run the ball 60 to 70 percent of the time and now we're going to play a team that spreads it out they play a completely different type of offense than idaho or uh uh they run, but you know there is, like you said, the benefit of them, you know, having basically the same formations and everything's running out of the same base yeah. that they're used to practicing against. Also, yeah. they they suck. Like, please, just don't, don't be. But yeah, you could, but yeah, you could be looking forward because you got Oregon next week and you have yeah. and you just beat Wisconsin. You're on that super high, like because even there's a, a risk, and we we didn't talk about them too. Like we've probably talked about this. Like even the coach. Could have a letdown on this one. Like, totally. Like yeah. like Saturday was a high Saturday was a dream come true for him. That was a literal like pinnacle of your life type moment. Indeed. Yeah, maybe maybe the fact they played Idaho close. Yeah, maybe keep them ground. You know, maybe that's part. Maybe if we beat Idaho by forty, we don't. We would beat Wisconsin. You just you know you never know, man. Like, well, and that was and that was kind of where I was going with the trap game before the season was I thought, OK, well, we'll probably destroy Idaho. We'll probably lose to Wisconsin. And then, OK, Oregon, you know, Pac-12 North, all that stuff coming up the following week. Like, eh, this is just one. And, and also that was kind of what I thought, you know, Colorado State, not, not necessarily they'd be sneaky good, but just like, you know, maybe a little better than people give them credit for. Um, but yeah, so many of those things have changed now. I don't know. I mean, just the circumstances terrify me, but I, I truly would not be shocked if we went out there and beat the shit out of them. Yeah, that would like be great. That, like, like I want to, I want to 
you know, I don't know, man. I am having a hard time being my cynical self. I'm having a hard time being the the guarded fan that I've sort of trained myself to be. Um, I, like, I don't know, man. I, I look at this and I go, I, I guess, you know, they're college kids. They, they might come out and lay a turd. I mean, that, that does happen. But, you know, even if they lay a turd here, they could still, you know, beat them by three touchdowns. Exactly. Like, like yeah. they're really, really. I mean, they, they kind of didn't play and, super well against Wisconsin and beat them. Yes. So. And it's not so much that Colorado State, you know, when we say, okay, they're not good. It's one thing when like, oh, maybe they don't have a ton of talent or whatever. But, you know, we've gone through coaching changes, coaching transitions. Um, you know, sometimes those things are really rough. And that is kind of what this is seeming like, where it is, you know, Norvell rolls in there and he's, he wants to do a certain thing his way. And it's, you know, it's, it's working with some guys and not with others. And, yeah. you know, just some comments that he made that I read in some stories that, you know, about, Hey, you know, some guys maybe not being on board. And I'm like, that is never a good sign after two games, man. That is never a good sign. So, um, you know, again, I think all that stuff kind of points to we should win relatively easily. I, you know, we should. This team's making me believe, man. They're making me think like, you know, that they got this shit on lockdown. Maybe that's not I mean, a the great defense idea. Is, but... The defense is making me believe, and I and I and I believe yeah. like I, I there's I I think like the cam ward we see in three weeks is going to be exponentially better than the cam this might legit this might legit be the moment where it kind of all comes together like this defense is not good and he might he might legitimately shred them that would be nice that'd be nice it's been quite weird you know we're two and oh and we've scored 41 points yep yeah (laughs) including at a top 20 big 10 school Amazing. I mean, obviously, if we were ever going to win a Big Ten game, it was going to be under 20 points or whatever. But I, well, I have a question for you, Jeff. I, well, yeah. yeah, Colorado State, they're not good. We shouldn't lose to them. Also, we're kind of scared. Whatever. Where does where does this Wisconsin rank among yeah, wins? I mean, you know, I'm certainly not a, you know, a, a program historian having, you know, really my, my I, I So I'll say I heard from – like a, a one coog at the bar afterwards, like this is the biggest road win we've had out of conference yeah. since like beating Nebraska in the seventies. Yeah. Which I, I probably I, true. Which when he when he when he said that I was like, I cannot think of any other game where like that would be like that would disprove that notion. Yeah. I mean we had some we had some close calls in the early two thousands, right? There was Ohio State. Auburn. And Auburn well, or 2000 in in 2013 and um, 13. Yeah. Notre, no, Dame, Notre Dame was another one in the my first 2000s. game as a, my first game as a student or mid 2000s. Yeah. So there were I mean, there were some of those, um, you know, there were close calls and that that was kind of the thing, like going into this game. It was like, look, you know, we we tend to go to these games and put up a good fight, um, but we also tend to lose, <laughs> you know, and come back and collect our paycheck and you know, everybody's, you know, everybody feels good, you know? And so it's, it's like, I just, um, yeah, it, I like, I don't know where it ranks in terms of significance. I don't know, you know, what it, what it ends up meaning. And I, I, th- I think the uh, assumption is that 
I mean, it's definitely like if you just think about the years that you and I could kind of co- collect in our mind. Yeah. It's the biggest non-conference road win in at yes. least like 30 years, 35, yes. 40 years. Like the it's word, Yes, the word I keep using is memorable cuz it is going to be like oh, we're oh. going to we're going to talk about this like, yeah, remember that time we beat with I mean, we'll be talking about that till we die. Yeah. Right. We're gonna be and like those old. Like, there's gonna be like these young kooks, and they're just be like, "What, what yeah. are you even talking about?" Like, it's so weird. It's gonna be that time we beat Wisconsin on the road at Camp Randall in front of eighty thousand fans. Jump around, blah blah. I mean, it's just like that's that's the way it's gonna be. So in that sense, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's one of the biggest in program history. Um, you know, in that way, I don't know if it's, it's also probably one of the I most, just, I don't, I, I would say it's I, up there with one of the most surprising. I would oh, say, sure. well, I, I was also at the USC win, but like the, the 10, seven. So, yeah. but like that it's up there with that, but probably yeah. even more surprising than that. Yeah. Like, it, it, cause like, it just, I, I, you know, before the game, I was like, it'd be cool if we won. I could see ways we could win. I just didn't really believe that we win, and I, and I never went. I didn't go to Madison because I thought we we're gonna get this big ass win, and I'm gonna see it in person, right? And then it and then it happened, you know. Like it's it was it's just it, it's definitely up there. Like it's definitely up there for one. Like we 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 definitely in the in the bars and stuff. We were talking about this after the game. Like where does this rank all time wins? And like it was just like everyone's just like this is. Like, you know, I, I, I sent a picture out with me and Corey, uh, you know, having beers and stationary brats and just like, we're going to talk about this till we're old. Like, we'll never, yeah. well, we're going to talk about this forever. Like it was, and it was just, if, if you've seen like my Twitter and like the videos of my like raw reaction to this, like, it's just because it was just like one of those things, like you, it, you just didn't like, I, I just didn't think it was going to happen so it was just like such a like my raw emotion of the day was like so crazy and like it, it just so if you just put it in the category of that like like it's such a huge win and and you just hope that the team that i hope this this means that something amazing on a season yeah. level is happening well you know? i think i think that's ultimately what will define the win yeah, you know, it, I mean, regardless, the, I mean, there's a well. If you think about like, right. the, like the 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 two thousand seventeen win over USC, like is at is nowhere on the level of the the two thousand two win over USC. Yes, even though the two thousand two win was over a team that was ranked like sixteenth versus yeah. a team that was ranked fifth because of what happened after that. Right. You know, exactly. two thousand seventeen they finished eight and five. Two thousand two they went to the Rose Bowl. So yes, right. and honestly, like we, I, there was a lot of Cougs, including me. NBA wore that home field Rose Bowl Cougar shirt, which, by the way, is probably the best one on the set, honestly. Um, but but like the home field Cougar Rose Bowl shirt, because we're playing a Big Ten team, whatever. But then you're like, hell yeah, dude, maybe you know, like I don't think we're that good, but that's the type of stuff like maybe this is uh, maybe it is maybe we are maybe the defense is that fucking good cuz obviously well, those teams had amazing defenses if, but if the defense is that good it doesn't take very much to start thinking of okay well what if the offense is like 
20% better than what they are right now. Yeah. Or 30% better than what, like, like it's not hard to see a path because we've watched plenty of offenses that are hopeless, right? Like, yeah. like, and, and not, not recently, mostly, right. Because we had, you know, that, that run of not you know, since about 2012 or so, but yeah, but it's like, but we've seen what hopeless offenses look like. This is not a hopeless offense. Like they are. Yeah. They're sputtering. It's just very clearly. They're trying to figure it out. They're trying to figure yeah, it they, out. They it's a new offense. They're trying to figure out. out. You hope it's not but like 2012 not... where they never figure it out. But, know, they... even, but like, I think back to 2012 and it was like, it felt like hoping and praying that they were going to figure it out. Like it was just also like, probably I'm, like the level of talent. Yeah. And they yeah. changed quarterbacks twice. You know, it was, it was, it was Jeff tool. It was Connor Halliday. It was, you know, I mean, this, this feels just completely different, you know, yeah. just completely different. Like they just, you know, the things we talked about this last week, right? Like there's nothing that I've seen that makes me go, Oh shit, that's a problem. Right. Like I was, I was worried that the offensive line was going to be so poor that it was going to undermine anything else they would want to do. Well, that is clearly not the case. Right. Uh, Against Wisconsin. They weren't like, nobody would go. Wow. Literally one of the best, one of the best performances, one of the best front sevens. They'll play probably the best front seven they'll play all year, but they were like, okay. And it's like, okay, okay. It's pretty good. You put the offensive performance in the context of the quality of the defense you're playing. Yeah. Then they actually, I know they if if they cut out those turnovers, then it's a whole yeah. different ballgame, you know. Yeah, and the turnovers are that's the other thing. Like I don't look at those turnovers and go, oh man, you know, Cam Ward is super turnover prone. I looked at those and went, okay, on he was trying both to make of those play. throws. Yeah, and on both of those throws, a defender made a really savvy, smart play to pick him off. The kind of play that I am. 98% certain he never, ever, ever saw at the FCS level, right? Yep. Like the first one, you know, so you said. Yeah, especially the first on, one. Yeah. yeah, like you said on Saturday, like, uh, yeah, I mean, geez, I saw that defender from a mile away. It's like, yeah, but, you know, at the lower level, does the defender have, even if the defender does that, even if the defender peels off, you know, reads the eyes, peels off his primary coverage, and basically turns himself into a safety to go get the ball, right? Like, even at the FCS level, if the guy does that, does he have enough speed to get there, right? And the answer is, I mean, maybe, but maybe not, right? Yeah. So, you know, Ward may have made that throw before where it's like, yeah, of course this guy's over here, but he'll never get there. And then, you know, Wisconsin gets there. And then the other one, kind of the same deal, right? I mean, he was, you know, he had zone coverage in the flat and, kind of saw kind of read Ward's eyes and dropped back and, you know, made a play that way. So, you know, those, those are plays where, um, you know, granted it was forced as well. That was the other thing, right? He had a guy in his face. So it was forced, but at the same time, it's just like, man, those, those are plays that, you know, maybe, you know, aren't made at that lower level. And I think he'll learn and he'll figure it out. And, 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 um, and hopefully later, what I would love to see, there's two players that I would love to see on offense have, big games against Colorado state cam Ward and Deshaun stripling mm-hmm. Deshaun. Yeah, I'd love for stripling to get, to get rolling. He, he barely had an opportunity against Wisconsin. Yep. yep. And I, cam just, I, I just, cam just needs a good game, you know? Yeah. Yep. I think that would be, that would be lovely. So, 
Yeah, I think the offense, I, I don't think it's crazy at all to think that the offense is going to get significantly better as the season goes along. Like, I just I just have not seen anything that leads me to think that Cam Ward is not going to figure it out. Well, he definitely has the tools. Like, you see the tools. Like, they're yeah. there. And, I mean, we know what the wide receivers can do. Um, you know, the, the offensive line looks, at the very least, serviceable. Like, I don't know, man. Like, there's no reason to think the offense can't be better. And also, we probably will not play a better defense than we just played. No, we won't. I, I, I'm not even going to say probably. Like, I'm, I'm going to say we won't play a better defense than that. And so, and then you look at the Pac-12 North, and it's like, I mean, does anybody look that great? Yeah. Mm? <laughs> you know, uh, probably not. So, I mean, we don't have the advantage of Washington's horribly weak schedule, but, um, you know, at the same time, well, like, sometimes don't you know. don't have a horribly weak schedule and then you still get the W's. That's yes. You so. still win it. Yeah. You still win in, in Madison. I don't know, man. I thought this was a team that was, had, you know, six and six, seven and five, five and seven written all over them. Obviously know, getting, try, getting this win sets react, a, but, yeah. I mean, getting this win definitely makes you feel like six and six is a baseline at this point. Yeah, um, it just makes me think like, man, like when I think back to, uh, you know, what was it, 2017, right? When the defense was amazing and the offense was like, Ugh. right? It was just that slog with, you know, yeah. with Luke Falk back there and, you know, a, a quickly regressing Luke Falk, right? And that was one where we looked and went, man, this offense is just, ugh, I don't think they're ever going to figure it out, right? Like to the point where it was like, well, you know, maybe we're better off with Tyler Holinsky, right? Where um, we were kind of thinking, like, do we need a quarterback change? And so, no one's going to say that this know, year. Yeah, but we, but we also dream mostly because no, most people couldn't name just, who the uh, backup quarterback is. Yeah, and we were like, man, if the offense was just like even just pretty good with this defense, we'd be like da 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 da. I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm sitting here kind of. And we've already banked. I'm we've allowing banked. myself to dream a little bit. We banked the Wisconsin one already. It's yes. banked. Yep. Like so. It like. And yeah, like and I mean, there it's was exciting. some injury. There were some injuries on the defense during the Wisconsin game that. Yes. We'll see, like Travion Brown. It seems like none Xavier, of them super serious. Hopefully not. Like Travion Brown and Xavier Lee were both kind of writhing in pain for a significant amount of time. So that was yeah, Jordan a little concerning. Lee. Jordan, Lee. Jordan Lee, sorry, yeah. Xavier Lee, whatever. Uh, Jordan Lee, uh, Jordan Lee was uh, riding around quite a, for quite a while, but he walked off. It looked like an ankle to me, probably. Um, and same with Travion with his arm. It seemed like maybe it was an, a, a, like an arm injury. I don't know. Like he was kind of holding his arm on the way out. So, uh, and also uh, Langford came. Uh, Langford, Derek Langford came out um, in a boot. So yeah, that one was the most concerning to me, but we all, as you and I also know, sometimes players just go into boots, you know, yep. he didn't come back. Obviously he wasn't well enough to come back, but I mean the injury signified he's going to be out for a month. The injury didn't look great, but like, you know, yeah, exactly. But he was also walking in the boot and then like the trainer was he carrying, came off, he came off the field on his own power. Yeah. So he was walking so. in the boot. And the trainer was carrying crutches next to him. So, you know, if you can walk in the boot, then that means, and, and they're not making you put, they're not making you put pressure on it. 
that means to me it's not a, a ligament or a uh, or a tendon type injury, and and it's, it's or like a stress fracture type thing. So maybe it was just uh, a strain, or which would be a now I'm being now I'm contradicting myself. A strain would be like a ligament injury, but whatever. I, I just to me I don't think anyone thinking was torn significantly or broken significantly if they're letting him walk around on the boot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And this would be a good weekend. Uh, you know, I, I sit out. I keep saying trap game, but this this might not be the worst weekend for those guys to take an extra week to get ready for Oregon. Trap game seventeen thirty eight. Um, uh, that was for Emma and Brian and Katie and Amanda. Um, sorry to everyone, but we all got inside jokes. Now we had a hell of a weekend. Um, awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. It was. I I wish you were there, buddy. It was Me too. Incredible. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah. But you're the kind of friend that's just happy to see his friends have fun. Um, was, man. When you when you FaceTimed me, I was like, that was the highlight. Of my yeah, so we so FaceTime Jeff at State Street Bots at like midnight our time, so like ten your time, I guess. Uh, that's yeah. why I was like, oh wait, Jeff is not that, not that. It's not. No, nah, I was sitting by the campfire. So it, what was the first we did? We did. Uh, I know this. I I was going to hang up. Oh, it was Bohemian Rhapsody, and yes. then I was going to hang up, and then uh, Mr. Brightside came on, which is. Uh, you know, mostly makes yes. me think of uh, uh, Mark's wedding. So Mark's that's, wedding. Why, that's why I couldn't. <laughs> okay, I do have a yeah. question. So we do have a question yeah. for the podcast. Oh, um, uh, just that, just in Garrett Foster at G Foster GFC. Love it, love it, friend. Um, hey, I'm. I said an hour and a half, and we usually we're usually an hour and forty five. So you're fine. Yeah. Um, you, you have beer. Can you not talk to each other? Do you actually need me? Hey. And so Garrett Foster says, hey, I'm taking my boys to the game this weekend for the first time. I'd taken my oldest when he was five and 17 months old. I, what, I, wait, what? Five and seven, okay. Hey, I'm taking my boys to the game this weekend for the first time. Had taken my oldest when he was five and 17 months old. I don't know what that means, Garrett. I'm sorry. Does, do you mean he's? <laughs> do you mean he's six months and five months? Oh, six years and five? I don't. Okay. Like. Okay. So anyway. not sure what. Not sure what the details are for the pregame stuff for kids. Any kids? Any tips? Um, kids love. There's the um, the field, the practice field next to the yes. Uh, next to the stadium, uh, yeah. they have. Do they, the, do they still the call bounce. it Coogville? Coogville, yes, they have the bouncy house. Uh, Butch usually is around there. I, I would suggest that. Um, other than that, I, you know, my suggestion is to limit the amount of time. Like, so don't try to do too much pregame with them because you're going to have a three and a half hour football game after that. And if yep. you actually want to watch all of it, um, I wouldn't take them too early. Uh, normally, I would say like come hang at the uh, tailgate, but. Uh, uh, we're not going to be tailgating uh, this weekend. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, I think we'll be at the coop. Also, you can take your kids to the coop. Uh, you can do that too. Yeah, and that's a good have one. have them sign the wall. They love that shit. Yep. All that stuff. Yep. Uh, yep. Um, so I would recommend that because uh, during the day you can take them there. Uh, so if those are my tips, because uh, I have taken those my children tips. to the game. Um, yep. Those are good tips. 
Yeah, and then you're going to go to bed early. That's my other tip. Um, or at least go to the hotel early um, when Jeff will be jealous. Um, <laughs> as I'm ruining his life this week. Yeah, you're going to be – yeah, you think, you think that uh, – now that you've challenged me, like you shouldn't have said that, <laughs> Jeff. You shouldn't have – Shouldn't have said it'll be a level playing field. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. I get a whole day, a whole night off, you know, like a whole night of of not drinking. Yeah, that should be enough. Should be enough. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that now that my friends are complaining. This is taking too long. Um, this is one of our shorter podcasts. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think I'm also impressed myself coming to Las Vegas for work conference and we recorded the podcast, but we couldn't not I, do it. Also. We couldn't not do it. Like, I mean, no. No. I mean, I, I could have gloated about my time in medicine for much longer. And if anyone wants a bonus pod <laughs> about me gloating about time in medicine, I mean, honestly, just yeah. look at my Twitter. Let's look at my Twitter. I already yeah. did all that. Yeah. It's, um, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. See the, Two, uh, the jump around and then the two back homes, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you, um, if you like this, if you're new to this, because maybe you wanted to hear everything about the Wisconsin game, um, go ahead and give us, uh, uh, you know, uh, subscribe and rate five stars, all that stuff. Um, we would appreciate that. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at the Craig powers on Instagram at Craig W powers. Jeff is on Twitter at pod versus everyone. And you can send us email. I didn't even look at the email. Should I do it? No, I'll do it. I don't really know. Nope, nope, we're good. We're good. <laughs> um, if you want to, you want to send us emails, uh, questions and shit. It's podcast versus everyone at gmail.com. And with that, I say go kooks, Jeff. Go kooks, Craig. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. And get vaccinated, you fuckers. All right. Still. So.